welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah, And I'm your host, Aricia. <laughs> this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And this month is Things Like Teen Spirit. It's like actually a very specific month, if we're being honest, about the similarities of the movies, which are that they're both musical adaptations of stage adaptations of a musical. Nope, lies. Of a <laughs> movie that is not a musical. Yes. We <laughs> got there in the end. We did. We have both Mean Girls and Hairspray. And I think both movie musicals happen 1920 years after the original. In this case, I think it's 19, because it's 1988 and 2007 with Hairspray. So yeah, anyways, the point is it's hyper-specific if we look close enough. Um, And we're starting with Hairspray as I have sort of hinted, I don't know. Have you had any history with Hairspray? The original movie, no. But Hairspray, yes. It was such a strange thing. I don't know why, but when I was re-watching this, I felt like I was on the verge of tears sometimes. Oh. And I don't know... what. No, but I don't know why. There's nothing like particularly that sad that occurs in the movie i think i was i was having such a nostalgia beam because Mm -hmm. i think the i watched this back when i was still living in the caribbean um probably not too long after it came to television uh and you know as is i i just i just felt some kind of way for some reason, I guess it was just like a a nice, happy memory for me <laughs> watching mm. this musical, despite the fact that it's about race relations in the sixties. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but yeah, no, uh, I I would have watched this, but I don't actually know how many times I've seen this because it's it's a good few. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Uh, yes, I think my emotional watch of it was like, maybe like five ish something years ago, because I do think I own it on, on iTunes. And I think I do remember watching it and being like, emotional about it then I not now, but then and I think I watched it when it came out. So like, maybe in the cinema. But I remember really liking it and other sort of relations to this. John Waters, we watched Crybaby. It's like one of our very first movies that we covered during the period of time where this podcast was like specifically for (laughs) promoting the musical that we were doing. Um, So, uh, which also had Ricky Lake, who plays Tracy Turnblad in the 1988 movie of Hairspray, which I also watched for research purposes. Yeah, I was excited to do this because I do like the songs. It's so fun after watching the original. Like, this was, like, such a blast. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, um, no. I yeah, my opinions. I'll keep them until the end about the original movie. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they're not that bad. Don't worry. But um, yeah, I just I, I that that's my experience. So, like I mentioned, this takes place in the 60s, 1962. Oh my god, we got a newspaper, y'all. And it said the <laughs> date on it. <laughs> I could cry. <laughs> if this is the first time you're tuning into this podcast, I have a particularity about not knowing how long things take mm. in musicals. Mm. And this, the time still gets a little nebulous here, but they do say times of when things are gonna like we're gonna go on this day this on friday and i'm just like thank you thank you someone understands someone did this just for me <laughs> so it's may it's 1962 we open on like this uh i don't even think it's a it's a drone because it's 2007 when it was filmed mm. but it's like this overshot of like the city of baltimore we zoom in and we enter into this house where this young teenage girl, Tracy Turnblatt, is preparing to get ready for school. And she's, you know, just bopping along, ha- having a, a grand old time, uh, singing the song Good Morning Baltimore. Uh, 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 woke up today <laughs> feeling the way I always do blah 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 good morning <laughs> every day's like an open door every night's like a symphony nope fantasy every song's like a symphony good morning Baltimore, etc i mean she's just she's just having a good time yeah um, and you can kind of see she's kind of plucky by nature like nothing really seems to get her down but I, I will say this for the purposes of the story. She is overweight. Mm-hmm. And that is supposed to be like a thing that we notice about her. And it is relevant to the story. Yeah. And it's plot. So she's going around. You can also see that she's kind of not absent minded, but like she gets caught up in what she's doing mm-hmm. so much. Oh, there's a cameo um by John Waters. Yes. In here. The he- flasher who lives <laughs> next door. Yes. Yes. But she gets so caught up in her singing and dancing that she misses the school bus and so has I to love this moment flag <laughs> when she's like flagging down the truck and it looks like she's saying stop, right? Cuz that's what Yeah. essentially she is saying we're doing. But she's actually singing Star because it's like uh, Before My Life Starts, but it's like a very long, like, Start, I love you, Baltimore. I love that. It's, <laughs> ooh, I don't, it's, it's the little things. Thank you, Adam Shankman. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, she manages to hitch a ride on top of this garbage truck. The guy doesn't seem like he seemed very confused, but by the time they depart, he's just like, All right, you have a good day kind of wave (laughs) as he goes off. But she hasn't learned anything in this moment and she's still caught up in her singing. The school bell rings, no one else is in the yard Mm -hmm. with her, and so she has to run to class. Now, once she's in class, you can see that she's not really interested, she's not listening to what the teacher has to say much. 
someone behind her complains that because her hair is so high, he can't see the board, which is a complaint that is not uncommon to black folk. Mm -hmm. Let's start. But yes, her hair is too big. Mm -hmm. And so he can't see. And so I just want to say, teacher is the, like, um, yeah, in the in the non musical, um, the kid that's behind Tracy looks so young. I know this is nothing to do, but like he looks. I was like, that's a child. <laughs> like the, just the difference to me is just like, ah, yes, I'm. This is what I'm used to. The twenty five year old teenager. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> But yes, I think after the teacher uh, berates her, Tracy says, what did she say? Hair can't can't hang there like a... Hang there on your cheeks like a dead thing. (laughs) And you can see like the teacher, she has like a, one of those really short bobs. Like, Mm. Well, not even like a bob. It's like a, just like short hair. It's like to her cheekbones. Yeah, it's Um, almost like a pixie cut, like a twiggy type pixie cut. Which might just be, like, indicative of, like, she's from the era before where those things were a bit more popular. Yeah. But, you know, like, Tracy says it, but she doesn't, like, she immediately realizes she might have made a, a grave error yep. in saying this to the teacher that um, already doesn't like her. But she doesn't get in trouble at the moment. Her school day continues and she's just watching the clock, waiting. She's in chemistry. She's waiting. Very. And then... Um, what time is it? Summertime. Uh, <laughs> core. <laughs> Summer. Summer. Immediately as school lets out, she runs out. She grabs her friend Penny Hingleton, who's played by Amanda Bynes. It's so nice to see her. She is essentially dragged along. They're running because they're trying to get back to Tracy's house before the Corny Collins show starts. Yeah. And the Corny Collins show is this like after school kids TV dance show mm-hmm. uh, where a bunch of teenagers dance, I guess, to like the latest songs, the latest dances. You know, they're the the nicest kids in town, but it, essentially the cool kids. Yeah. nice white kids who like to lead the way and once a month we have our negro day day. (laughs) (laughs) oh god but yeah oh god james marsden in this He's so good. He is He's so good. Brilliant. I am so like I know that this is not <laughs> an obscure thought because I've seen people tweet about this before, but like we failed him, not we. Hollywood failed yeah. <laughs> him. They should like we should have far more musicals with this man leading. Are you kidding? Yeah, honestly. He is so yeah, charming. Like he, he's so charming. Like him in 27 dresses oh my like, god don't even he's such <laughs> i watched that movie like every day one summer like one summer holiday i watched it every <laughs> single day i knew the words back to front don't even oh, okay i'm sorry i didn't realize i was talking to a james marsden super fan Listen. i apologize <laughs> 
Oh, but he's so good at this. Uh, As Courtney. Yeah. Yikes. I, th- I think I think we should make a petition. Romantic musical comedies for James Marsden. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, the nicest kids. But yes. <laughs> So we get introduced to a bunch of the nicest kids in town um, mm-hmm. through the roll call. Amber Von Tussle is the first one. She is the main blonde bitch in charge. And at the end of the line is Link, who is like the handsome elvish kind of... Wow, yes. Know. Because let me say, <laughs> the her like 1988 hairspray, he is... An Elvis lookalike who I looked into him and he's played Elvis a bunch. So like that was absolutely intent. The like little uh, link that move very intentional. (laughs) But also like I think that's what Adam Shankman was looking for. But like also like, yeah, because that's what the original link was. He was fully I was like, I have no doubts in my mind. When I saw I was like, I have no doubts in my mind. You've played Elvis one time. (laughs) one greater than yes (laughs) but yes so um that's Zac Efron he is the hot boy Tracy is in love with him like through the screen I think but he is in like a showmance slash actual relationship Mm -hmm. uh with Amber so they're they're kind of they're dating but i don't know if it's just on the show or not i mean they seem to be dating off off screen but like yes i would wager that like on his part like for his part of in it it's sort of all in service of his career (laughs) more than Mm -hmm. anything because i don't know amber's very unlikable she is meanwhile um in the turnblatt household the kids dancing is interrupted by the appearance of penny's mother who has come to pick up some iron laundry from edna who is tracy's mother she they have a bit of a conversation and penny's mother says something about Edna letting Tracy listen to that race music and that her daughter is doing something else every evening and Edna's about to say well I have it on good information that your daughter's here but Tracy cuts her off to try and be like no please don't tell her but Edna (laughs) Edna is just I don't know if she's like playing dumb or she's just not up with the charades but eventually it's revealed that okay I'll play charades and then she's like, don't know Penny. Penny. Tracy Tormblad. Are you trying to tell me that Penny's <laughs> mother does not know that she is here? Which results in Penny getting quote unquote banned yeah. from the house. Then we go to the uh, behind the scenes of the Corny Collin show where we see Velma Von Tussle, who yeah. is the station manager. And She's essentially keeping things in check. She removes anyone's um, padding mm-hmm. that they have. And also, I think she like 
tells off the cameraman for not focusing more on her daughter who you can see like she is clearly promoting to be like the main star of the show that she is the station manager of yeah um ne- nepotism at its finest but- yeah but i mean also that and i think she is the lead dancer technically because we learned this later but she won the pageant whatever whatever miss hairspray thing um three years in crabs yeah three years in a row something like that so she is the lead dancer but uh, yeah like the guy the camera guy's like we gotta focus on the other kids every once in a while and she's like well this is a small city not a lot of tv stations girl what if i blacklisted you so yeah (laughs) and also link like gives amber like a ring like oh let's go study or whatever to which the mother's like, but, keep your private life on screen or something like that. Anyways, yes. Yeah. In the background of this, as I think Tracy and Penny are watching the show through one of the televisions on the street, Link is singing and Tracy's like, oh, Link, I'm such a better dancer than her. If you'd only give me a chance but also we find out that there's going to be a competition for a uh, vacancy because yeah (laughs) our girl is it tammy i don't know one of the girlies is going to be off for how long nine months love that (laughs) (laughs) cute little joke yeah and then they what does corny say he's like fun loving girl but we want to find someone that's just as fun loving, but maybe not as freewheeling. Yeah. Like, Corny. <laughs> Corny Collins. How you going to say that about a teenage? Anyway. So Tracy finds out that there's going to be this audition that's happening. And, but the thing is, I think they says cut school tomorrow. And I'm just like, y'all are meant to be good yeah. kids. Yeah. How are you going to tell them to cut school? <laughs> How you tell them to cut school? And go ch- so this is like, key information that they're not actually like here to influence you in a good way they're just like but tracy tells her parents of course she wants to do this audition her mother is like no absolutely not you're gonna like become owner of like my laundry emporium Mm -hmm. and tracy's like i don't want to i don't want to do laundry i want to be famous (laughs) and (laughs) Edna's like find a way to get blood out of car upholstery that's something you could take to the bank but essentially her mother is against it you know because she's aware that Tracy is a bigger girl mm-hmm. like her Edna is like very afraid that she's going to be made fun of yeah probably in ways that she has experiences or personally fears and so her husband says that he'll talk to her, you know, mm-hmm. like seeming seeming to be on her side. But like he gets in the room when Tracy is like lying there and Wilbur, the husband, is like, you really want to do this? And Tracy's like more than anything. He's like, well, then go for it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I 
truly you would you would think that he would have come in here to say something else but mm. he's like if that's your heart's desire you should go after it i chased my dreams and i got the most precious thing in the world and edna's at the door listening thinking he's gonna say oh <laughs> she he means me and he's like the no, taj got, mahal like, of joke <laughs> shops oh this man <laughs> he's so i, I I love Christopher Walken's like delivery because it's yeah. just how he talks. Yeah, but it's brilliant. It, it it's it's just so not like dry in a way that you could tell he's like you know it's like yeah I got the Taj Mahal of jokes and it's like I can see <laughs> I can see it, but yes. So Tracy now with the permission of parental unit. Which I'm thinking, so she has permission, unless she didn't tell them that she has to cut school to do it. Yeah, but she had permission she to go to the audition. <laughs> then she should have had permission to miss the beginning of school because later on she gets in trouble for mm-hmm. cutting. But you know, it's fine. So the auditions Tracy with a bunch of girls and Penny, Penny goes along as well go into this room where the nice kids are practicing. Velma is there leading them through some little cha-cha step and turns around and sees them and is like, oh, this crowd, this selection is just horrible. And we get into the song, Miss Baltimore Crabs. Something, something. Miss Baltimore Crabs, yes. Baltimore Crabs. Yeah. But it's essentially her being like, oh, when I was a pageant queen, we didn't have people like these choices here. I think she Mm. makes fun of um a girl's nose because it looks jewish yeah and then it's like she of course makes fun of tracy's size Mm. you know so it's all of these things saying like you're clearly not the creme the creme that we want on the show she also does say that like (laughs) how she got her position was to sleep with the judges um yes which is so funny (laughs) Because, like, you wouldn't think that, like, like, yes, you would think that she's underhanded, but, like, not that, like, she very, like, willingly just, like, give that information out just to be, like, yeah, no, I played hella dirty to to get my position. But, again, it's, like, you said, it's, it's, like, a highlight of, like, these aren't necessarily the good people that, like, you would assume that they are based on, I guess, that the fact that they're white. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, they also do a moment where they like ask Tracy like a bunch like a couple of questions ending with would you swim in an integrated pool? I mean, her answer is excitedly, yes, of course. She loves integration. It's the new frontier. Yeah. But that is the thing that uh knocks her out of the running because that's not the frontier in baltimore baby yeah something Um, along the lines of first impressions are important and when i looked at you i knew it 
if your size hadn't done it, something like that, then your last answer blew it. Yes. So she's essentially kicked out of the audition for, you know, not fitting into the mindset that is being promoted on the show, which is white is right. <laughs> um, the white direction <laughs> that Corny yes. like plays some, I suppose, black music, I guess, and um, at one point gets confronted and is like, "Hey, girl, we gotta be steering these kids in the white direction." And he's like, "Sorry, yes. right direction." And she's like, "That's what I said." <laughs> But yes, so Tracy attempts after this to sneak back into class, but she is unsuccessful (laughs) and is written up for detention. I think the teacher asks her, like, oh, no, sneak, um, cutting my class, Miss Turnblatt. I hope it was for something important. And Tracy dejected is like, it was supposed to be. But she... It is for the better because she ends up going to detention and she meet the tension is full of black children. <laughs> Let's start. Um, yeah. Did any of the like her classes prior to this have a single black ch- child in there? No. Because you would not no. think that that I school think, is integrated whatsoever. I don't know if the school is fully integrated. I think it's just like the school exists and both races go there, but they go to different parts of the school. Because... Sure. The the dancing and stuff later on, like there's like a line mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. So they're not like dancing together. together. I would think <clears throat> they're probably not doing a lot of things together. But the tension is for everyone. So the <laughs> she's sent to detention with the bad kids who are all black for some reason. Mm-hmm. Racism. And they're just having a great time they're dancing no one's monitoring them so she ends up meeting main man seaweed who is working on this new set of dance moves called the paint in place paint in place after midnight i think it is and tracy catches on because she's quick like that Mm. and so she's like so is it like this and then like essentially repeats the move and (laughs) the people around her are like hey she can't do that (laughs) like it's like the the little white girl isn't too bad so you go white girl they all and yeah they all end up like dancing and jiving and having having a grand old time you know Mm. And she's like, I think, oh, uh, yeah, she learns that he is um, Mortarmouth Maybell's son and is like, yes. oh, that's where I know you from. Negro Day. I wish every day were Negro Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, I think he says, like, well, in my house it is. Yeah. But, you know, they're just having a good time. And at the same time, Link and one of the boys from the Nice Kids are walking down the hall, clearly not knowing what the Ides of March are. The Ideas of March. Jesus. Anyway, so they're walking down, but yes, they can hear the music as they go down the halls. The other boy wants to just keep going, but Link is too curious. And as he goes to open the door... 
seaweed is like so tracy um how you like it attention so far and tracy's like i'm a, I'm bad, a bad, bad girl, girl. that needs to be <laughs> punished <laughs> slaps her ass as she's like gyrating. and, and Seaweed finds it funny and then even funnier as these boys come into the door. And Tracy is mortified because, of course, she just did that in front of Object of Her Reflection, Link Larkin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Link is still impressed at, I guess, how she was moving. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> He's like, you know, Corny's hosting the hop, and I'm pretty sure if he saw you dancing like that, he'd let you in the show. And they leave. Oh, uh, wait. Before they leave, though, they bump into each other. And this sends Tracy on a spiral. It is, there's no recovering from Mm -hmm. this moment because they bump into each other and daydream she's in a state she's like i can hear the bells and i was like girl (laughs) can't you hear them chime and poor penny is in the hallway with her having picked her up from the tension to be like i i was looking for you she's like i don't hear any bells and she grabs penny's hand and puts it on her chest as some girls are passing you see them look it's like She's like, ah, just laughing like this is fine but it's fully I can hear the bells Tracy is now dreaming about when oh, she and Link end up getting married touched me I can hear the bells my heart is reeling I can hear the bells Something, something. Listen, I can hear the bells. Yes, she's daydreaming. She walks into the teacher's lounge. She goes to mm-hmm. the nurse's office. She goes to the bathroom where she fashions herself a veil and, and flowers out of toilet paper. And then spies on the boys in their bathroom. Yes. I guess there's worse things. At the end of it, though, we can see that she's looking out a window as, I guess, the nice kids get to leave school early to prepare for the show. Mm -hmm. So they're all loading onto a bus. As she is looking out the window, she sees Link and Amber, like, Amber's like, fussing over him like i don't know trying to like get their appearances right you know because they're going steady they share a little kiss and you know you see her like smile fall as the reality of it hits her even though she can hear the bells it's likely just to remain fantasy still now it's the hop link is singing Oh, yes. Ladies' choice. <laughs> I'm the ladies' choice. <laughs> but 
but yes, there's a physical barrier between the black side and the white side of the yeah. dance. And you can see like, much like in West Side Story, where there was like a line between like the Puerto Rican side and the American side, the black dances are much slicker, you know, a bit smoother. The white dances are a bit like more like angled and I don't, I don't want to say like sharper, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's like the same things, but different. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm keeping it, keeping it simple. So Tracy and Penny arrive and Tracy's like, oh, it's a bit crowded when Penny encourages her to get out there. Penny like saying that she'll go out in front of her and push if need be. But she, Tracy, spies seaweed across the floor and dances her way up to the barrier and is like hey do you want to do paint in place you know to impress Courtney and seaweed is like I love you Tracy but you gotta dance with your side and I gotta dance with mine and Tracy's like but why and I'm like girl do you not see this physical barrier (laughs) I feel like you're not that unaware like you can't be but she is, uh, because it's later <laughs> commented on <laughs> in a different scene. It's God. later commented on, like, girl, don't you pay attention in history? Like, class, have you been falling asleep in history class? Is, I think, the exact question. Yeah. And she's like, yes, always. So. I'm just like, but the current state of affairs cannot, you cannot have missed the fact that there are no <laughs> black children in your class. And the, anyway. So seaweed, they have a conversation and it it boils down to that seaweed is going to, you know, let her borrow it for a while, you know. And so she agrees. She clears, the, but she doesn't do paint in place. Yeah, she doesn't. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the dance that she does. Yeah. Oh, God. But yes, so she clears the dance floor and, you know, like has her own little circle. But she manages to get all of the like the boys dancing behind her. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she attracts Corny's attention (laughs) with this big, this big ass smile that he has. Um, And And then Link loses his Yeah mind <laughs> he really does link link is link is having a moment just like god i've never seen anything like this before she dances yeah. with such a band and it's crazy yeah. i love this wow. and, and amber is unhappy she, she is so pissed in the background she's like link which is not the first time she calls out but after the hop we just see Penny running, screaming through the streets. Mr. Mrs. Tardblad <laughs> runs across the road, gets the father to come upstairs, drags them both to the television, and Edna's confused, like, okay, why are we watching is this? Is Cuba invading? I think she asks something like that. Or is, <laughs> has war broken up in Cuba or something like that? She says I think that and something else. She says two yes. things. Yes. Yeah, so she says that, but then when she comes up to the screen, she's like, I know it's all fake like a set. Um, oh, right. I'm yes. not going to believe that he's up there. 
Yeah. And Penny's like, no, it's not John Glenn. <laughs> Which, so pausing for a minute, I, I felt like watching, no, but like watching this again, there's so many things that I don't remember happening. And I sure. don't know if it's like the version that I watched on television, potentially, but I distinctly, like, I don't remember some of these comments or maybe my I it just passed over me at the time because like mm. later on in the movie if you haven't watched Hairspray by now I can't help you but later on in the film there's um when Tracy uh like has to run away from the from the uh march oh the fallout shelter joke yes no, I mean, so it's Wilbur and, and Edna in the house. And Wilbur's like, we're going to have to eat beans. Bail for 20 was pretty oh. pricey. Yeah. I never realized, like, he bailed everybody out, like him. Uh, I just, mm. That just completely, I completely missed that before. I was just like, was I just not watching this actively? Was I just here for a good time? I was just watching the singing and dancing because I felt like I should have recognized that he paid for everyone to get out of jail. Regardless, back to this moment. I mean, for me, I think because this came out in 2007, so I was in grade eight. There was like no way I would like know some of whatever the fuck was going on. Like some of these comments are like just so quick and like understated. And... I don't know. It makes me appreciate it, like, all of these years later, being like, oh, I get that. I'm mm-hmm. an adult. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was made for adults and children. The whole yeah. family could enjoy But, yeah. yes, so the the moon landing joke, and it is revealed as they go through the roll call. They go past Link, and then... It's Tracy. She's on TV and she's gotten her hair partially bleached as well. <laughs> and so she's got like this new hairdo a little bit. And she's on the Corny Collins show. And everyone's just so encouraging. Go Tracy. Go, go Tracy. You know, Edna is overjoyed. You know, I couldn't believe that I tried to stop her. And... <laughs> Wilbur's like, our little girl's gonna be a regular. And Edna's like, oh, my little girl, regular. Regular at last. (laughs) Just like, wow. But Corny does a little interview with Tracy where she says she watches the Corny Collins show and nothing else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she wants to either be president or a rocket. And what would she do if she was president? She would make every day Negro Day. Negro day. And Thelma <laughs> and um, the, the head of Ultra Clutch are just watching in the booth aghast. Just like this mm-hmm. little, little, what does he call her? This little communist. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're just like, no, this this cannot happen. So afterwards, Velma and the station manager have a talk with Corny. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need to get this girl off the show. And Corny's like, you know, I have some ideas, you know, we should get rid of Negro Day 
and you know actually like mix these kids and they're like mix these kids like someone was trying to stab them but <laughs> the ultra clutch head is essentially to Velma like fix this I don't care so yeah. we get he also says new- like what are you gonna do fire me because like they're like hello corny and she's like and he's like what are you gonna do fire corny collins from the corny collins show i think not and he struts off like a diva and she's like (laughs) well they do it all the time on lassie uh now we switch to new girl in town so we get um this little this little clean prim version of (laughs) hey look out for that moving van walking on the street you better lock up your man before he meets the new girl in town Jeans to float on air. I don't know what the words are. New girl in town. The new girl in town. And I think the soundtrack version of this has the black girls come in and go, ladies, step aside. The new girl in town. Love it. Amazing. I we also see so like much. we also see during like the prim white version like Tracy is gaining in popularity as much yeah. as the, the the ultra clutch guy didn't like her at first he's like to Velma's like that little girl um has blown up my hairspray sales I guess because her hair is so bad but yeah it's like he is just pleased as anything that she's here now so yeah. it's all it's all it's about bottom the bottom line, line. um exactly. her dad is selling merchandise with her face on it which yeah. you know kept in the family i guess it's not so bad and yeah. yeah no like things seem to be going well she's dancing on the show having having a good little time and then we switch to the the dynamites version you mm. know in there clad in their orange it was so good their moves are but, so cool it's just yeah better choreographed it's, yeah it's better it's tighter it's sleeker you know yeah it's everything everything that you would think from the people who wrote, wrote it yeah um <laughs> so maybell what about it's maybell very it's very um Got my own Cadillac, Cadillac, Cadillac. Yeah. From Dreamgirls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very much the difference between that. Like, it's so cool in its original form. It's so cool. And like, it's got such a good vibe. And then like the white version is so like stripped of its Mm -hmm. like flavor. Like the bones are there and it's still good technically, but like it's not as good. Because they have to sanitize it. But yes, Maybelle is like, yeah, um, uh, that was them with their song, New Girl. Um, I don't, she talks, like, she rhymes so much. But <laughs> at the end, no, because I'm not going to remember it specifically. But yeah. she, she does her spiel. And then at the end, she has to say the sponsor. And the sponsor is Napaway. Napaway. And you could- <laughs> kinky hair. <laughs> Every ki- every kink out in a blink, something like that. Yeah, 
and you can see like in the background i just watched the faces oh, of for the stubborn kids hair right yeah Not the way for stubborn hair every kink out in a blink I watch the faces of the kids in the background when she says that. And you know, like, when you tell when a genuine smile just becomes strained, it's yeah. like... But some of them don't even bother. Like, seaweed, I think, in the back, like, literally turns to the person next to him. It's like, the fuck? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Velma, afterwards, comes up to Maybell and is like, how dare you use the same song and it's like they wrote it (laughs) yeah but she's essentially telling maybell to like watch herself which Mm -hmm. she already has the one day anyway it says you know what your demographic is lawn jockeys i think and cleaning ladies which is like all right (laughs) And you're still getting views, no? Back in the Turnblad house, Tracy's mother, Edna, receives a phone call from Mr. Pinky's hefty hideaway. From Mr. Pinky Mm -hmm. himself, which is Jerry Stiller, who played Quilber in the original. Oh, right, in the 1988, yeah. Yes, so he's Mr. Pinky, and he's inviting Tracy to become a spokesperson for Mr. Pinky's Hefty Hideaway. And, you know, Tracy and Edna, they're so excited for this potential, like, change for her. And Tracy wants her mother to come. But mm-hmm. Edna is like, oh, I haven't left this house in, you know, like 15 years all the neighbors knew me when I was a size 10. I can't, I'll go out after my next night. And she's very clearly like ashamed of the size mm-hmm. that she is at currently and doesn't want yeah. to go outside. But like to have missed the last 10 years, 15 years of what's mm-hmm. going on outside is, that's a lot. Um, so now Tracy's very much like, mom, it's the 60s things are changing out there and people who are different at time is now so she manages to slowly begin to convince her through the song hey mama no uh welcome to welcome the 60s to why did i call it <laughs> hey mama it's because they say hey, hey mama hey mama Also a fun song. Very good song. Yes, 100%. After convincing her to go outside, you know, see the world anew, she's hesitant. I think she says there's too much air out there. Can't they go someplace where it's stuffy? stuffy. Yeah. Um, But they go, they walk, they get to Mr. Pinky's hefty hideaway. Mr. Pinky, mm-hmm. like, sees the two of them come in and takes over a plate of toots. I was like, bro, unnecessary. 
that's fine. But that's his like whole thing. Like his store has just like food, like pastries in it. He flatters uh, Edna as they come in, calling her Tracy's older sister. But Edna is now Tracy's agent. That was part of the convincing of her to come outside, because mm-hmm. no one's gonna look after Tracy better than her own mother. So she goes over the contract. Uh, that Mr. Pinky wants her to sign. And like she's very like clear about like, you know, I'm guessing because yeah. she does run a business and, you know, her husband also has a business. So like she yeah. wouldn't probably be unaware of like contracts and like certain things. But, you know, she's very astute. And she's like, no, not this, not this. I want a non-exclusive contract. Um, I want you to cover my 50% commission. Um, Mm. And they agree for 10% if he throws in a bustier. And then during the song, Edna gets changed into this like pretty pink sparkly dress. You know, it's like the first thing that we've seen her in that's like, bright and eye-catching because you know she generally doesn't seem to want attention drawn to herself but you know and she she's loving life in the moment it's great we also get a a classic john travolta (laughs) (laughs) we do we do um tracy changes into a dress of a similar uh material not style but uh, and she gets her hair like done up in a different way with some flowers in it. You know, it's real cute. It's real cute. And mm-hmm. they go dancing in the street. You know, they're having a good Your time. Your mama's hip, hip. Hey, hey mama. That's what Your mama's lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yes. They have a wonderful time and it's so bright and so fun. And this is one of the moments where I started to get emotional. I was just like, Aww. oh, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> why is it hit me like this now? <laughs> but I think I am probably more in tune with like the fear that she might have been feeling and then mm-hmm. like having this moment of like absolute reverie and joy afterwards mm-hmm. um and it it plays out in like a not like it's funny but it's not like comedic like you know mm. i don't know anyway um afterwards they go to get something to eat they get a bit of dessert to celebrate and while they're in the bar amber i don't know what they're in there for to be honest but <laughs> it doesn't like initially look like the kind of place they frequent. But uh, Amber and her mother Velma run into Tracy and Edna while they're on this excursion. And immediately Velma's like, oh, I know whose mother you must be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Turnblatch. Uh, and you know <laughs> Tracy and Amber have their little like restrained greeting. Yeah. Velma makes a comment on 
them having new dress yes well you'll stop traffic (laughs) oh my god and you can see, like, it, it hits Edna in a place that it hurts, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Tracy is like, oh, Mama, don't pay them any mind. You know, she's only upset because she's worried I'm going to beat Amber for um, Miss Teen Baltimore. And Edna's like, really? Which I'm glad that that was able to convince her a bit because you can see later on that she has mm-hmm. been going to Mr. Hefty's hideaway because she has new clothes. She doesn't wear them all the time. Yeah. Like it's special occasion things. But she has new clothes and like yeah. she wears them. So I'm glad that that was able to like not be like a catalyst for her like never going back even though she said she was going to return the dress initially. So... Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's that. After this moment, Tracy is sleeping in class and Amber is making up rumors about her, you know, mm-hmm. needing to go to special ed, but she wouldn't let that happen, of course. And like, it's not true what they say about her and the entire football team. You know, people can get grass stains anyhow. And Link is not happy. He's like, just because she's a good dancer doesn't mean like you have to make up these lies about her. Yeah. And Amber is like, you think that's good dancing? Yes. So Amber and Link now start to have an argument and that attracts attracts the attention of the teacher who, when looking at them and is like, what's going on? Amber changes tack and is like, Tracy, you, how can you say that Mr. Whoever has boobs? And Tracy, who, as I mentioned, had been sleeping until this moment, mm-hmm. was like, no, I would never. Uh, but she gets written up, detention. Because I think people think that she's still a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. At the most, she is. She doesn't pay attention in class. She has no interest yeah. in formal education whatsoever. Yeah. But she didn't do that. She didn't make the drawing that Amber holds up. And so seeing the injustice happen, Link stands up. And the teacher is like, oh, Mr. Larkin, would you like to tell me about XYZ? Um someone's words and link someone's is like last words yes and he's like kiss my ass <laughs> everyone's mm-hmm. horrified with tracy is like he's so cool and so they mm-hmm. both end up getting detention so they both walk into the class of course the black kids they know tracy by now link sees a girl doing a dance move that he thinks is cool <laughs> and tries to mimic it but I don't know what he's doing but she can't like get into groove with him um, yeah, she's like she's like kind of like looking at him like what is this what is the shoulder <laughs> doing right now <laughs> yeah I think cause she's I think she's trying to like you know the thing that we do where it's like we just do it opposite of each other but yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's doing it mm, in yeah. not a strict enough 
<laughs> rhythm where she can like get in edge to match him. I'm uh, just like, yeah. oof. Unfortunate. He's like, not um, quite, yeah. Oh, not not quite at all. Like, oh yes, this is the introduction of um Penny to Seaweed. Unless this happens before. No, this happens before. When they meet? Yeah. Yeah. Cause there was a moment when there's a bunch of during the new girl in town where like she's gaining a lot of popularity and then she's in detention and amber comes in and tracy's like oh don't worry she's with me because there are a bunch of people at the door with like pink slips like with their detention slips like being like trying to get in essentially um Mm -hmm. now that tracy's all famous and stuff and i think that's when they meet yeah but I think, so Penny's in detention for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. I think this, oh, this is when uh, they get invited to go back to Seaweed's mother's house, Motormouth Maybell's house, mm-hmm. because she's, mouth house, like, it's a, it's a record store. They're having like, yeah. a party and yeah. they're invited. But <laughs> Link is like, is that going to be safe for us? Uh and it's just like oh precious little white boy scared of the black side of town of course but seaweed calls is, is... him a cracker <laughs> i yeah. don't know what the context of the sentences he just says cracker he says calm down cracker boy it's cool mm-hmm. yeah and like Tracy and Penny are just so excited and it's like oh my god we're being invited by colored people yeah so cool Um, so cool and they're like oh wow not a lot of people yeah think that and then we get uh, one of the best songs a blacker the very run and tell back why people look at me and only see the color of my face the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. I can say it ain't so, but don't. What's the use? The darker the chocolate, the richer the taste. And that's where it's at. Run and tell. Run and tell that. Run and tell that. Yes. So good. Amazing, amazing songs. And I just love that because except for the song by like the dynamites we didn't really get any like strictly black songs yet and then this is like the transition and it's just like yes listen to the guitar yes i love it (laughs) Um, yes the harmonies all of it so good we meet lily nez yes who's played by tyler parks who i know as a songwriter um she's written uh co-written a lot of Ariana Grande songs with Victoria Monet, but also oh. she is credited for writing, being part, like part of the the writers that wrote dum 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 Red Velvet. What? Dum, dum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is right? so <laughs> right. <laughs> Because I was like, okay. I, she's familiar to me for some reason. And so I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, she wrote Dum Dum? 
that's crazy <laughs> i love it it's like that and like two other red velvet songs amazing so yeah i mean dumb dumb slaps so you know right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, that's our lilina's god 2007 really was a long time ago wasn't it jesus mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. but yes so during run and tell that they're dancing through the halls um in the courtyard we see them pass by amber who's like appalled that link is getting on this bus with all these black children ah! mm-hmm. but you know they get on they go down uh to the other side and penny <laughs> Penny faints twice in this. Once she's caught by people. The other time when um, Seaweed takes out her lollipop and does a finger kiss to her. She, like, on the sidewalk. Like, there yep. is no recovering. The, the man is too smooth for her entire existence. Mm-hmm. And, yes. After that, we go to the Von Tussle household. We can see they live quite affluently. Amber is sobbing that link got on this bus with these kids and Velma's like don't worry about it I control his career like we'll figure it out yeah so she's plotting you know she pulls out her fancy little red dress she's going to disrupt a household (laughs) meanwhile in the record station where all of these kids are dancing. We meet Miss Motorbouth Maybell, her hair down in her leopard print. You know, like this is her house. And mm. it's big, blonde, and beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know. Big, blonde, and beautiful. Yeah. Very like cool. Yeah, they're just having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. Uh Tracy, Seaweed, that whole gang comes in and they're just like I mean Edna is like pleased to see her. Uh, it's like, oh, Miss Turnblad, like she's familiar with her. Um, and then it's like, who is this? Uh, well, well to... first Amber like calls Miss Turnblad, like, I'm here uh, to call yes. about your daughter. It's Mike. <laughs> like, yes. Mike who? Just Mike. <laughs> your, daughter... your daughter has entered a den of moral turpentine. <laughs> <laughs> just i don't know but um, i really love yeah, britney seaweed. snow in this role she's so good for for it being what it was like it's it's a little campy and yeah. fun but people like do play the roles well mm-hmm. so like you can't be disappointed mm-hmm. but yes everyone is introduced link uh penny and yeah they start to dance you know they have um link dances with tracy and i think they start to get a little closer and then (laughs) um edna i don't know how fast she got down there Mm. but 
she gets down there and she's like, you know how much a taxi costs to get down here? We're leaving right now. But Miss Maybell directs her. It's like, you sure you don't want to just have something to eat? And shows her like the the plethora of food that they have, all this cornbread, meat. And she starts to go over. It's like, is that braised? You know, <laughs> like she got her like in an instant. Yeah. You know, Edna just, she sits in. It's like, she starts eating. She has a good time. Meanwhile, Miss Von Tussle is entered the joke shop in her red dress with her little red, um, it's not quite a bolero. It's just kind of like over her shoulders. But, you know, she enters in the joke shop. She gets startled by Wilbur because he's wearing like an ape mask Mm. and you know I think it's like King Kong kind of a thing so he surprises her and she laughs and they have a little bit of talk where I think she says look he he's he's like you want something um for your mister and she's like I don't have a mister at the moment he unfortunately suffocated and I feel like that's meant to imply that she smothered him in her in his sleep because who just accidentally suffocates regardless (laughs) she is obviously trying to flirt with him you know like use her feminine wiles because she understands herself to be a very attractive person Mm -hmm. but she's probably never met a man like Wilbur. Um, he is <laughs> oblivious and unserious. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she is True. so out of luck Truly. in that department. He's just like showing her joke, like gag toy after toy after toy. Like it's just like, here's a bang gun and here's like an like a electrocuting ring or whatever the fuck. It's it's mm-hmm. and she's fully just like you're not getting it (laughs) (laughs) while that is happening though in the record store i think um, edna asks um are you celebrating celebrating yes and maybell is like oh it's more of an ending the end of negro day but she hadn't told anyone so this comes Mm -hmm. as shock to everyone there they've been canceled essentially they it it was nice but they need uh real shows now or something like that Mm -hmm. they need to get actual ratings and so they they don't even get to say farewell they've just had their last show already Mm -hmm. And Inez is heartbroken because she's been practicing so hard to one day end up on the show. Yeah. And now that'll never happen. Like they only had one day once a month. So it's not like there was a lot of opportunity Mm. for her to get on the show beforehand. But, you know, she's upset. And Tracy is the one... That is like, well, why can't, if you don't have a day, you'll just come dance with us. And this is the moment where it's like, have you been sleeping through history classes? And she's like, yes, always. But 
there is no history of any shows being integrated in Detroit at this time. Mm. And so no one is willing to make that plunge. That So she is like, well, maybe we should march instead. Yeah. And I feel like it was a bit, it was a bit like to have her... like the one who knows nothing about history class to be like maybe we should march instead like why would she suggest that yeah please (laughs) yeah but you know we gotta we gotta give them something sure despite just establishing that she knows nothing about history class. She's the one that suggested they yeah. march. And also, like, anyway. this isn't, like, in the original movie, they don't march. So, like, this was mm-hmm. um, probably written for the show. I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember. But um, it was probably written for the show that she suggests a march. But, like, also, to be fair, like, from here onwards in the original movie, it like feels like it lo- it doesn't ha- it's not as focused as um, right. as this as like the musical is. So I think the addition of the march makes slightly more sense. The fact but, that she suggests you know, it not so much, but like <laughs> the fact yes. that it happens, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um but, you know, Maybelle's on board with the idea. It's like, wow, what a novel concept, a march. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's on board with it. They start to organize. And she's like, they're going to they're gonna do it Friday, 4 p.m. I'm just like, yes, a date. Mm-hmm. Um, Edna's concerned. The... She's like, hey, girl, yes. like, maybe let's not do that. And Link is also concerned because his job, his, his, his career would be on the yes. line if he participated and he makes the mistake of because earlier mm-hmm. like when they just gotten there he's like oh my god ever since meeting you life is like a big adventure or something like that and he makes a mistake in this moment to be like maybe like this adventure is a little too big for me or something like that which is like yeah wrong choice of words and he didn't mean it like maliciously you can tell because he's no. just like oh my god no that's not like that's fully not what i meant but damage is done a little bit yeah but it's also like it's important for it to because he's like it's too big for me and it's like so maybe not my physicality but the things i believe in mm-hmm. are like too big for you um what else are you going to find too big for you eventually yeah so yeah like she's heartbroken and you know she goes to find the comfort of her mother um he leaves the two of them return home Edna and Tracy and Tracy goes to bed Edna is like oh yeah I'm so tired I'm gonna go to bed too she's not tired she's she's gonna get dressed Mm -hmm. to go and see her husband and so Edna she goes and is like she starts singing like the other part of Big Blonde and Beautiful that is not being sung 
by Velma, who is still actively trying to, like, pursue Wilbur. (laughs) And, like, at this point, like, force him into an affair. Yeah. So, because he's like, this man is, you are so obtuse, like, you don't understand. I am trying to do something here, and you are, like, not cooperating in, like, the greatest way. So, they're, like, singing different parts of the song because Edna is big and Velma is blonde but at this point they both consider themselves beautiful but by the time Edna gets down Velma has like sat in Wilbur's lap and she's like crushed just like you like the person that she pulls him on and she's like oh Wilbur you said your wife was going to be out or something like that yes yeah, like trying to make it seem like more than it it is at all. Yeah, and Wilbur he is, is like fully not. He was like not at all present in that moment. He was like, yeah. "Wait, what's happening?" <laughs> and so I think like seeing her, who is like someone that she, someone that has made fun of her in the past. And who is, like, objectively what she's not, you know, mm-hmm. fair-haired, classically pretty, thin, you yeah. know, in her husband. Like, it's just, like, you of all people. So, she's, Edna is heartbroken, she's sobbing, and she's just, like, Tracy's trying to comfort her, like, you know dad would never do this and Edna's not hearing she's like you're never going back on this show do you hear me and Tracy's like yes I heard you (laughs) Edna so not a lot of time I don't know what day it is when this starts but Edna changed those locks real fast and essentially banished her husband to sleeping in the joke shop. Tracy goes down to to talk to him and is like, you know, I think I've been living in this world where I thought things that were fair would just happen, but we might have to like stand up and fight for it instead. And her father is like, you know, we don't really see as far into the future as you can. Um, maybe we have to learn some things from you instead. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like a very like sweet and touching like father-daughter moment. Yeah. And Tracy gives him the key to get back in the house. And then Edna and and Wilbur have have a little song like, <laughs> where it sounds girl, like it took like a bajillion years for me to understand that you were flirting how do you, can you think yeah. that I could easily be like you know taken by this lady <laughs> something 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 your time is to me where you're like a <laughs> you're like a stinky old cheese, babe. Like all of his phrases and words, I'm just like, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I got what you mean, but <laughs> yeah, he's funny. 
And they have a little dance. Yeah. It's very adorable. And they have, well, they have a couple, they have like a tango and they have like, I guess it's reminiscent of like their wedding and, mm. you know, it comes back to the modern times and, you know, it's just, it's just very cute overall. Like you can see that their relationship is very much two people who like don't have like terribly, terribly like great or lavish expectations of each other except to be loved mm-hmm. you know yeah like they don't they don't want a lot of fancy things they just want each other and it's clear that like edna like pursued that. wilbur yeah. so i guess there's a quality in him that she like really liked and saw and you know it's kept them together for all these years mm-hmm. so but yeah, they they make up essentially. Everything's good again. That's yes. what her mother says as she goes up to tell Tracy. But Tracy has left the building. She has yeah. snuck out to go and join the march. So Edna freaks out, um, runs into a door. Meanwhile, Tracy is down at the march, you know. And Maybell is like, you know, this this is going to affect your career. Like, you won't be able to dance on television again. And Tracy's very much like, if I can't dance with Inez and Seaweed, then I don't want to dance at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can respect that. Mm-hmm. And so the march begins. Mm-hmm. It's a protest the television for, you know, not letting them be a part of the community beyond TV when they once yeah. were. It's a peaceful so, march. Nothing yeah. too much going on. We got Queen Latifah singing. And I know where I've been. Love her. <laughs> um, yeah. But yes, it's it's a whole thing. They march, is it the whole day? Because it's like evening by the time that they're done. Well, I don't think, because I think, because they meet up at like four o'clock in the afternoon. So depend, it's mm-hmm. May. So I'm guessing the sun would start to set around like seven, maybe. So, sure. so probably just a few hours um, mm-hmm. of marching. See, this is what happens when people say times and dates in the films. <laughs> I know when things happen. <laughs> so they're marching. It's dark by the time Edna catches up with them. She's mm-hmm. very much like, Tracy, I, you know, I fully appreciate you're doing, but they have a really nice turnout now. So we have to go. <laughs> yeah. And then she just gets like linked in with the rest of them. Yeah. Like she tries to grab Tracy's elbow and then someone else links elbows with her. And the television crews are there. You know, Velma didn't expect there to be coverage, but Channel 5 is there, you know, ready to ready to capture, you know, the white person who's marching with them, who is of course yep. Tracy. Edna didn't know there were going to be cameras. Um, They come up to a police blockade, you know, and Mabel is like, let us peacefully through. 
the policemen don't want to let them. They'll like just turn around, go back to where you come from. And you know, like turns his back on them. And Tracy makes the mistake. Uh, um, yeah. She she makes the, like, Tracy, if you did that in today's time, you could get like full murdered. Yeah. But she takes her sign and like doesn't even like fully hit him. She like taps him with it. Yeah, but she's like, hey, she's talking to you, essentially. Yeah. And so she taps him with it. But he's like, that was assaulting a police officer. And she's like, assault? I really <laughs> touched. And so, you know, it starts to break down as he tells everyone, all of the other officers to arrest everyone there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Tracy is encouraged to flee by her mother, Edna, you know, like stands out big and proud in front. It's like, you're not getting my daughter. And so Tracy runs away as everyone's chanting 2468 TV's got to integrate. And then in the news, like, they like embellish so insanely, like, he's in critical condition. She bludgeoned him with like yeah. a crowbar. I'm like, yeah. Like first crowbar. it's like, like first it's like she like bludgeoned him with a blunt object. And then it's like, she critically wounded him with a crowbar. Um, yeah. Like, and they start to like embellish. He's like a police officer. Then he's like police officer and like Korean war veteran. And by the time yeah. by the time Link gets to the house, he's like, I can't believe she brutally like hit an Eagle Scout. I'm like Yeah. What? <laughs> but that you know so crazy. Were the cameras not there? <laughs> they were. But maybe they just didn't see that part, you know. Maybe maybe it wasn't live, you know. Mm, it's for later. I guess. So at the Pinkleton household. Penny and her mother are watching the news. Penny turns to look at her mother as she's saying, you know, like, that girl Tracy is terrible influence. But as she's looking at her, Tracy comes to the window out of sight of the mother. And Penny's just like, mm. pinched lips like, uh. <laughs> So Tracy's like asking for help to hide. And Penny's like mm. trying to direct her with her eyes subtly as she leaves. Penny excuses herself and her mother hands her a rosary to pray for her. So Tracy is not at home when the Turnblats return, even though Edna thinks she might be. She goes looking immediately. But Wilbur, of course, knows that Tracy is unlikely to be there and mentions the fact, I spoke about this before, that he's very proud of like what she did. But they might end up eating beans for the rest of their life because he, like, paid bail for everyone who got arrested. So, Mm. but, you know, they acknowledge that it was, like, correct thing to do. So, they don't feel, they don't feel bad. Don't feel bad about that. Penny gives Tracy access to the underground bunker that they have. And Penny, like, clearly doesn't even know what it is, but I, you have to remember, this is in the times of, um, potential, like, war. yeah, like, nuclear war was potentially on them. Yeah. So, so it's, like, a fallout shelter, and, like, yeah. there's, like, canned food and whatever, and Penny's like, yeah, there's, like, 
food. There's even cow food here. I don't know why we yeah, have this. But... Gas mask, Russian language books. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I guess just in case the Russians win. And yeah. her mother knows that someone's in there and comes down and is like, you're going to be staying in here. Drags Penny away, tells her to get the jump rope. And, you know, the implication to me is that she was going to, like, beat her. But, you know, she, like, ties her up instead. So (laughs) Penny is taken away. Tracy is locked in the fallout shelter. She's, Penny is tied up to the bed. But as soon as her mother leaves after, like, dousing her in holy water saying devil child <laughs> devil child um seaweed comes into the window and it's like what happened to you and it's like oh my mother is punishing me for harboring a fugitive so seaweed rescues penny from the jump ropes link at the same time has arrived at the Turnblatt house and is like, as I said, um, worried that, you know, he's, he's, he feels terrible for like the way that they parted him and Tracy, yeah. but also yeah. like the fact that she's, um, wounded this Eagle Scout and he can't sleep. He can't eat. And as soon as Edna hears he can't eat, she's going to make him some pork <laughs> So he has to come inside and worry with them. But it's during this time that we get without... He goes into her... Yeah. He goes into her room and... Never looked inside myself, but on the outside, I look good. (laughs) Tracy, I'm in love with you no matter what you wake. Because without love... Life is like the seasons with no summer without love. Life is rock and roll without a drummer. I don't think that's the first chorus, but it's fine. Crazy, I'll be yours forever. Cause I wanna be without love. I like it. Never set me free. No, no, no. Yeah. So good. Living in the ghetto black is all- <laughs> I don't know why that line always gets me. <laughs> that line literally always gets me. But yes, this is that seaweed talking to, to, yes. to Penny. Yes. And how he didn't think he'd have a, a uh, he'd fall in love with a girl who's white as winter snow. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's 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 sure something. It's sure a song. Um, yeah. But yes. yeah. So during this time, Tracy escapes captivity through a key that is given to her by Penny. She mm-hmm. is in the trunk of the car. Penny hides behind a blanket in the backseat when they are stopped by police. They make it to the record store unaccosted and you know this is where they're gonna hide her the <laughs> motor um motor mouth of maybell is like oh why didn't you think of this earlier and like 
swags seaweed on the back of the head. But Tracy calls her mother. Yes. She calls home. You know, to tell her that they're fine. But also, like, they have a plan. And she needs to go to the station and dress nice and then to pass the phone to her father. And so, like, you see in the background the the boys um, in the record store are, like, dressing in these overalls. And, like, some kind of plan is formulating, but we don't know what it is. And it is honestly a very convoluted plan. When- 100%. <laughs> When we get down to it, like I'm, at, I'm actively watching it, and I was like, "This is very roundabout." My God, <laughs> but it works. So it is the day of the Miss Teenage Hairspray competition, choosing pageant, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's a live show as well. So like, they have to be you know, on point, ready. So we get the opening song, you know, everyone's ready and prepared. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the run that he does here, the... Ah! (laughs) So smooth, so smooth. Yes, Courtney Collins, go off. <laughs> but yes, this is the beginning of the hairspray. And they um, do the, I guess, the dance, the talent show. That's like the main thing. Yeah. Wait, they go on break first. Yes. So they go on a, a short break. I'm guessing it's while they like show like the show title and stuff. But and in this also- scene, we get uh, cameos from Ricky Lake, original T- Tracy Turnblatt, uh, Adam Shankman, I think, Mark Shankman or Shaman or something. Um, well, the writer, okay, basically the composer and lyricist mm-hmm. and director and original Tracy, like they all come in and they're like talent agents. Yes. In the scene. So while that uh, first song is happening, I think as well, we've got like, there's some stuff going on outside, you know, as they're like checking people as they come in, you know, making sure it's not Tracy. And it's just like, why would mm-hmm. she walk in in broad daylight? Like she knows there's gonna be a police <laughs> presence. Like I feel like this whole like if you didn't do the checking, then it would have been negligence on your part, sure. But she's not gonna just walk in yeah. looking like herself. Yeah. yeah. But you know, everyone's terribly intelligent at this time. So while that's happening outside, also when they're doing like that song, the amount of hairspray. <laughs> that they're spraying at the end. Like, I know that yeah. it's not real. I know it's just like a fake hairspray canister. Choked yeah. to death. I don't, like, I don't understand. Like, there's no, like, afterwards they're coughing a little bit. And I'm just like, you wouldn't yeah. get two notes out. That level mm. of hairspray, you would be, cho- well, your singing, eyes yeah. would be water. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But, you know, give it. 
it, it's for the show and I, and I fully understand that I just hope no productions afterwards attempted to do that without recognizing that it is fake hairspray canisters because they were mm. found out very quickly choked died but yes so the talent competition as you said the dancing is happening and like outside we get like a confirmed sighting you know and Velma hearing this sends officers that are inside outside and I'm just like don't you think there's enough of a presence it's one girl yeah yeah it's one little girl yeah but you know she sends the officers outside to help deal with the situation also which part of that was a confirmed sighting that is clearly an old <laughs> man like I understand he's her father or whatever and you know like they made him look a little feminine he's yeah. like a good foot taller than her minimum yeah. minimum and he's walking with a limb like there's no way like he's a different body like he's a twig he's a twig she's not yeah. yeah it's key to the plot line that she is recognizably not skinny fully <laughs> fully they came across other people who they were comparing to who yeah make more sense to say confirm signing to but yeah sure whatever <laughs> but anyway so they get locked out like chairs stuck in the doors and Velma realizes it's like oh my god you idiots what if you've set you've gotten so distracted and now you're locked out and you know that is what happened Wilbur yeah. gets snuck in by one of the boys which like this uh, simply could have been the way that she gets in by the way <laughs> tracing yeah. herself but no Legitimately, it's legitimately. like much, much more convoluted than that. That's so funny. So now, locked out, the police take this giant hairspray can to use as a battering ram so they can mm-hmm. get back inside. And they eventually succeed. They come back inside, and Velma is like, that it took you long enough. And. The officer. Like, well, it was heavier than we thought it would be. Yeah. So how can it be thing. heavy? It's hollow. And so she pushes past all of them to run out to see the canister. And they all follow after her. And I'm just like, you lemmings. Like, <laughs> what is happening? So they all just follow after each other. Yeah. And now they're all locked out. And you can see, like, the canister is open. And she's, Velma is like, you carried, you carried her, her in. in. Yep. And I was like, what? This is a plan that is concocted by a teenager. And these adults <laughs> went through it. Because yeah. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Also, I just love the idea that, like, they carried her and were knocking her so intensely into the floor and she's fine yeah like she looks great even 
Mm -hmm. Her hair has not moved a, a, a bit. It's not even the ratting or anything because she has now flat ironed it. Mm -hmm. You know, because when she was trapped um, in the bunker, her hair had started to deflate. And Penny yeah. was like, oh, no, your hair. And Tracy's like, oh, it was just a symbol of my conformity to the man. To the man. <laughs> um i was like all right girl i guess so but you know <laughs> tracy has been you know snuck in and you see like bits of her like darting around the bleachers climbing up this um up to this catwalk thing and then mm. after amber does her dance you see this starship being lowered in the background which is meant to be yeah. like I guess the throne. Yeah. And they're about also, to announce by the way, we missed that like um during the show, during the talent show bits where people were calling in to vote, Valma was swapping out votes and yes. like rigging it to Amber's favor. Yes. And Edna noticed that. Yes. So it seemed like she was gonna do something about that. But we're at the point where Miss Teenage Hairspray is going to be announced. Clearly, um, as you look at the leaderboard, Amber has the most votes. So mm -hmm. Corny is in the front with the envelope and it's like, it is my obligation. Obligation. To, <laughs> to announce that Miss Amber Von Tussle. This does not like her. <laughs> well, no. I mean, he rolled her eyes during her dance. Rolled eyes during her dance portion. So Yeah, absolutely. You know. He hates this little girl but also she's annoying as fuck so yeah and her mom sucks too yeah so, so but yes miss amber von tussle is about to get out dance <laughs> so tracy emerges now her hair straight her dress checkerboard mod you know? <laughs> You know, to, to represent, you know, full integration, black and white. Um, yes, but also the new age because it's like the silhouette as well. Yes. And like her entire style is like mod 60s versus mm -hmm. the like sort of idyllic sort of puffy dressed yeah, cause it's vibes that everyone else from, has gotten. It's, it's like a holdover from the 50s. From the bit. 50s, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm coming in to the future or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You can't stop that avalanche as it races down the hill. You can try to stop my dancing feet. And it's all Try to stop the will. seasons, girl, but you know you never girl, will. You, know, you can try you to stop my dancing feet. Cause the world keeps spinning round and round And my heart's kissing time to the sweetest sound I was lost till I heard the drums And I found my way Cause you can't stop the beat Ever since the whole world began Oh my god Oh god Hang <laughs> <laughs> on Ever since the whole world began I want to walk in the back And I'm the best that I can Today you can't stop the motion on the outside of the room. <laughs> God, yes. that song is so hot. Do you remember when we did that song? Yes. Like, 
it's so hard to say words and dance it's, in that yeah. song. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> that is. And yeah. that's like, I'm like, how do you put that song at the end of a show? Like, are mm. you trying to kill people? Really? Yeah. Really? Like, in because... Nipa, we did the choreography to that. And I'm like, that is crazy. Like, yeah. that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is so intense. But yeah. You can't stop. The beat is happening. And like, this is like the big song where everything everything happens. happens like yes. all of the, all of the plots they tie up yeah. so we've got link and amber link at this point amber is trying to like hold on to him and link is like no no i'm gonna follow my heart and he goes and he dances with tracy and yeah. you know they're having like a great moment they're dancing in sync they share a hug Tracy's like they love you and he's like not for very long let me go do some controversial (laughs) and he goes and grabs Lily Ness yeah and him and Inez like they have a great dance like he flips her over his back you know she like does like a whole thing you know little miss Inez Stubbs and you know, she she steals the show. She's just this little short thing. She steals the show. Um, Meanwhile, we've got uh, the checkerboard couple yes. on the side. Because I think Seaweed was trying to, like, get her to, get Penny to come with him so that he could, because yeah. he's excited to watch his little sister dance on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what she wanted. Yeah. And, you know, Penny's like, come to the decision and so she starts to sing as well she like takes off her little her little jacket and and if they try to stop a seaweed we'll we'll call call the the NAACP. NAACP. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they go out and they dance and then tracy and link and um inez come and dance with them as well mm-hmm. it's a whole thing and then and then Penny is like, I am now officially a checkerboard chick. And she kisses. See, so it's like we have quickly moved from no integration at all to in in integrated dance yeah. between a white boy and a black girl, and then into like An integrated kiss. relationship. <laughs> yep, just being outed, just like that. Courtney's like, hell yeah, this is great. <laughs> It's like, live TV? Ain't nothing like it. And Penny realizes, oh shit, we're live. Penny's mom on the other side is like, Penny! (laughs) Like, fully falls over her table. Also, I'm pretty sure, like, the the scripture that she was quoting was like, the one where we will make our father drink wine and then we will lie to him is like, Solomon's daughters or something? Where they like, it's it's not great it's not great it's old testament it's old testament shit we don't we actually have to worry about what scripture she was she was um, talking about so the (laughs) you know sometimes i'm catholic and i remember things for the wrong reason so after the kiss yes uh i think then it is oh amber amber at some point had um gone on to the yeah she like the spaceship she, like, has yeah. a little like huff like harumph and goes and sits on the yes. spaceship and she gets like 
like uh pulled up pulled up mm-hmm. and so she's like trapped up there and is trying to work herself down yeah. for like a larger portion of the song but she eventually ends up falling you know cuz she's like dangling and then she Her just she's rips, fully falls. She falls yeah and so now it's time for the announcement of Miss Teenage Hairspray and you know she like hobbles her way to the front as Corny pulls out the envelope and is talking about there's been a surge of late voters. There's never been anything like this. Mm-hmm. Um, our new Miss Teenage hairspray is Little Miss Ernesta. Like, ev- like Velma horrified, um, shocked. Everyone is so ecstatic, and she's like Velma's like she can't be like there's no like she's not even on the ballot it's like people called in and voted for her and anyone who dances can (laughs) apply and he like quotes off the rule and subsection to her and she's like this is written in the rules bitch don't actually bother me right now Mm -hmm. so because when you win Miss Teenage Hairspray, you become the lead dancer mm. on the Corny Collins show, Inez is Black. So now the show is integrated. integrated. Yeah. And, you know, Amber is, I think, at this point, like, Mom, give it up. It's over. I lost. It's like, she, she seemed to care, but like, not that much she's like okay like we tried it but you know i lost and she's like you can't have lost because i switched the damn tallies and edna who is with her husband now has like partnered with the cameraman and that is caught live on air that velma said that and velma is like shocked like no like get that camera off me go to commercial go to commercial and she gets fired head of the, the station what yeah head of the station is like no because he says something about ruining the name of ultra clutch and say like, how do you ruin a cancer's can of chemicals mm-hmm. but she is fired and you know inter wait no before that edna dances so edna because corny says something about you know this Anyone like can join. Dance, yes. And Wilbur encourages her, like, no one dances like you. And so she goes, and, you know, she's wearing like this red dress and mm. it's got some tassels. And then, like, the bottom peels away. So it's yeah. like a shorter dress. Yeah. And, like, the the tassels the shimmies are shimmying yeah like it's like the work is happening yeah. and i i love that for her because it, it does so much yeah. um so she has her own moment you, you know with work the way i am yeah so that happens and she has a little dance with Inez as well. And then I think Velma runs to Corny to ask him to stop this. 
And he's like, absolutely not. And he goes and he grabs Maybelle and is like, Maybelle, the time's now. Yeah. And like, sends her to the center stage. And, you know, she has her moment in the spotlight as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't stop today. No. Um. <laughs> Ooh, child, yeah. yeah. Be gone. And it's never coming back. <laughs> Oh, cause tomorrow is a brand new day, and it don't know white from black. Hey, hey. <laughs> so good, so good. But yes, we close out. You can't stop the beat. You can't stop yes. the beat. <laughs> and we get um, Link and Tracy kissing, and that is our ending shot mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the world is changing and all will be right um, as does the closing song it's about that I think yeah and that is the end of movie now let's get into our ratings using our standard rubric of five starting from music and choreography and we actually have some today so (laughs) it's not it's not not, it doesn't always happen um so this is all action all live action all people dancing the style of the choreography i matches the time frame i think fairly well i keep thinking about i'm a bad bad girl that needs to be punished um uh, I, (laughs) i think yeah they do very well with the dancing some of it is really intense like it doesn't some of it doesn't look that intense and then you actually like watch it with a critical eye and it's like I'd be sweating yeah. buckets. I'd be drenched. And that they're dancing yeah. in suits and petticoats, layers and layers of tulle. This, <laughs> this is ridiculous. The amount of like acrobatics that are happening right now. Yes, I think the choreography was great. They also did like a really good job differentiating between like the black styles and the white styles, you know, the more uh, I think you said sanitized is a very good word. Um, like cleaner versions that are more appropriate for certain audiences as opposed to like um, the ones that are more designed for like dancing and like just letting your body move in the way that it feels like it should, that feels more natural. Um, yeah. So. Yes, I did enjoy that very much. It's just very energetic, very bouncy. All the costumes were like light and bright and it was just fun to watch. Um, the music as well really matched like the energy of the film. Um, so nothing felt like out of place or inappropriate. I'm inappropriate in different ways, but you know... Um, <laughs> Because, you know, like, a lot of the, like, word choice and word play within the songs themselves are a bit, like, on the nose. And I'm just like, wow, this really went over my head as a child, a lot of this. So, mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but, 
yeah it was it was a great time i really enjoyed the music i enjoyed like the song structures like again like their usage of certain instruments in different like rhythmic ways differentiating between like black music and white music the race music <laughs> yeah I, I i had a good time so for music and choreography i'm gonna give it a good you know, it might be a first. I might give this a five out of five. Hey, I don't know if it's a first, <laughs> but yeah, hey, very rare indeed. Yes, so five out of five records. Slay. I think this is such a fun musical. The songs are so fun. Um, and so good and honestly I really don't have anything else to say except slay 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 <laughs> I agree with everything you said I co-signed it all I too am giving it 5 out of 5 um, <laughs> cause like the, the choreo too is also like sick as hell um, in com the um, comparison of like the dancing of the white slash and, and the black kids um in the 1988 movie when we go to the record store like mm -hmm. they're fully all of them hands on their knees shaking ass and on some thought shit like that's what's <laughs> going on like i'm l talking literally like literally literally i'm not like saying it figuratively hands on their knees shaking ass <laughs> that is what is going on um, and that's so funny to me. Uh, but yes, five out of five records for me too. Slay. <laughs> All right. Now, for plot. Um, you know, I think it's actually fairly cohesive. I mean, coherent in terms of like what's happening when. Like it goes by very fast. Um, mm -hmm. because I think in real time it's happening very fast and so I can appreciate that again these kids fall in love like very quickly but they're children I'm gonna have to allow it eventually <laughs> and yes so I think I appreciate that there's the storyline with Tracy because she's the main character and that it interlaces into this storyline with this black show on this television station that they don't want there and you mm -hmm. know she is it's about like you know being perceived as different and you know overcoming that not through like kindness or patience but you know like having to like put yourself out there and like shout and have people recognize that you are there and you're not going away and that you also deserve to be there not just because you're different doesn't and so i appreciate that there's some like minor things like the convoluted end bit you know <laughs> with the with the plan that I felt like could have been done in an easier way but other than that I felt like everyone who was 
brought into focus got like a satisfactory conclusion to their story like i don't necessarily feel like i mean the only person i wished maybe maybe got some more information about was maybell um mm-hmm. but you know overall i think like she as a character like kind of represented like moving forward of like the whole station um and so maybe she gets her yeah the Coney Collins show and the Motormouth Maybell show you know um yeah but I think for plot overall it was, it was fairly well laid out easy to understand like I remembered it I understood it even when I was younger um so I think I'll give it 4.75 out of 5 for story. Yeah, 4.75 out of 5 detention slips. Cool. Um, yeah, in this... <laughs> the second time. Yep. In this, like, adaptation, the... So, like, looking at the two, like, I know the original movie is not what I'm here to necessarily talk about, but looking at the two movies, I think the adaptation does a good job of giving structure a little bit more than the 1988 movie. Because, like, a majority of the movies sort of spent in, like, this sort of, like, dance like okay it's the corny collins show and then we're going to the hop and it's like a lot of the dancing and then like all of the school scenes like all of the the little references that we get of the school scenes that coincide with each other from the adaptation and the original movie all happen in one go like she goes to school one time and she gets hit by the dodgeball she goes she gets sent to special ed which is what is there in place of detention. Um, That's a little cringe in that they are like, oh, that's for the neurodivergence and whatever. That's not what they say. They say a slur. (laughs) Um, But, you know, and it's just, that's a bit awkward. I didn't like that. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I don't. But anyways, I think that the, this movie gives a lot I appreciate the structure a lot more than I guess I had before because I don't know. Because um, like even with the convoluted sort of end and it feels like, like you said, um, with uh, You Can't Stop the Beat, just like a, all of the things being tied together, t- together all in that like one song essentially. It feels less coherent <laughs> in the mm-hmm. original movie. So I appreciate so much more how they how everything leads to each other um not to say that like i didn't follow the original movie it's just not as tight and uh i think again i don't think i would have really like appreciated the fact that it makes far more sense to me in this order um (laughs) had i not seen the original movie recently so i will give the story like a 4.25 
out of five detention slips. Okay. Yeah. And now for overall enjoyment. Oh, wait. Also, there's fully, uh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> there's fully domestic terrorism in at the end in the original what? like Velma or like yeah Amber's mom and dad like put bombs in her hair and say if Amber doesn't win they throw the bombs I was like domestic terrorism that's crazy <laughs> and they like set the timer and everything but like amber does technically win uh for like five minutes uh well no T well, tracy wins but tracy was like arrested so <laughs> in that moment she's not present and so amber's mother has like this big ass fucking head of hair that has bombs like put into it and they forget about it and because Tracy gets out. She's like let out by the mayor? Question mark. I don't know. She's let out, and she comes to the studio, and she claims her spot or whatever. And because they forgot about the bombs, they like fully explode on her head. She's fine, but <laughs> but it explodes on her head. The wig flies off and lands on Amber. It's very odd, but like I was just like, that's crazy to do just like if she doesn't win we're gonna blow up the place <laughs> that is crazy so yeah anyways <laughs> overall enjoyment <laughs> yeah so uh now for overall enjoyment i enjoyed the movie i don't have a lot of notes the only part that like gave me a little pause was when they had tracy suggest the march <laughs> That I can't let it go. <laughs> I really can't. She doesn't pay attention in history class. We established this multiple times. And you have her suggest. Cat. I swear. Anyway. Um, that's <laughs> should the only, have been like, Inez. Yeah. It should have been anybody else in the room, to be honest. <laughs> like, literally anybody else. Because she looks so, like, yeah. pleased with herself when she says it. She's like, what about we march? Yeah. And she gets a little smirk. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, why, why her? I understand she's the protagonist of the <laughs> film, but her? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> like, I know it's, like, to make her feel like she's a part of this now. Like, we're all different. And I'm just like, no. Like, but no, I'm actually kind of because you very, very um, what's it um, Glee? We're all minorities. You're in yeah. the Glee club. Very that. I so, like even if they had had Inez suggest it, as you said. Let's say Inez mm -hmm. suggests a march. Maybell's like no. Tracy is like absolutely yes cosine and then Maybell starts to reconsider that little exchange I would have been like yes great mm. what happened in the movie I'm just like huh but <laughs> you know it's past is past um but yes so apart from that one little thing <laughs> that 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 little thing 
I really have no problem with like the whole majority of the movie. I like greatly enjoyed myself. Um, I got emotionally yeah. invested. So, um, yeah, I will say for overall enjoyment, four point seven five cans of Ultra Clutch hairspray. Yay. Okay, I very much enjoy the musical. Like, oh my goodness. Um, I know <laughs> I'm doing a lot of comparisons to the original movie, and that's on purpose, but um, it is really just the, like, it's not that I didn't enjoy the original movie. I did, to an extent. There was a lot of stuff that I was cringing at, Um one particular exchange that I didn't mention before, this is like, uh, I mean, okay, so there's this like chunk of time where this is when they go to the record store to like hang out or whatever, and they leave and they're like the two couples and they're like making out or whatever. Um, and they say, and I quote, Tracy says, and I quote, I wish I was dark skinned. To which Link responds, our souls are black, even though our skin is white. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Why is this here? Why did we need to have this exchange in particular? Um, and then like on the other side, we have like seaweed and like saying some shit about like falling in love with the lily white skin girl, whatever, whatever. And there's also a section where uh, Penny's mom comes in. Like, this is in this same, like, section of movie. Penny's mom comes downtown or wherever it is the fuck they are. And she's, like, clutching onto her fucking purse. And she is approached by, like, I guess an alcoholic asking for money or whatever. And she's, like, freaking out. And everyone's, like... It's just an odd scene. I just felt uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the the four of them run into like some like white couple's house, like in within the quote black section quote unquote of the city. And they're like quote unquote beatniks, like like New York or whatever. The homegirl starts singing Deo. Like, it's very odd. <laughs> like, she's like, let's smoke some reefer. And I'm just like, this oh, is... God. What is going on right now? <laughs> so there's that. And then, like... Um, and so, like, I was just, like, so comforted by when I was watching the musical. I was like, oh, I'm having a great time. This is fun. Um, not just the music, because the music slaps, but not just the music, but just all of it in general. Like, it is very much a tamed version, like, a, you know, to <laughs> borrow from a different section, but sanitized version of this, like, story. But I I feel like it works better in this way. <laughs> mm -hmm. It works better this way. And I very, very, very much enjoyed it. Bop after bop. Like, let's go. Um, so yeah, 
I want to give it, I'll give it 4.75 out of five ultra clutch hairsprays as well. Select. Our obsessions, time to tell you our obsessions. Let us tell you about news of theater, film, and musicals. Whoa, 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 fun and whimsical. Our selections, something beautiful. Our affections for all things musical. Here are obsessions. Here are our confessions. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is part of the podcast where we talk about things that are musical related. Theater, non-theater, film, etc. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, here I have a couple. Let us start with the fact that Moana 2 is a thing that's happening. Um, apparently it's coming out in November of this year, question mark. I don't know. It's coming out. I think it's coming out around the same time as Wicked, something like that. Mm. And apparently, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda will not be reprising his role as songwriter. Instead, there is Barlow and Bear. So that's interesting oh. <laughs> i mean i'm looking forward to seeing yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing like what that ends up looking and sounding like because like lin-manuel miranda has a very specific sound and yeah i mean also, yeah i have no I idea i think um because th this this movie was actually the animated series it was gonna be yeah that's what i'm yeah that's what I'm like also thinking. So I think um, some people were worried about like the quality of the animation because like animating for television is a little different to animating for like a big screen. But right. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know how long they've been working on it mm -hmm. and at what point they decided to make it a movie rather than going um fourth with the like series yeah. uh but i saw someone compare it to like the straight to dvd like sequels of mm -hmm. yesteryear and i'm like you know what yeah <laughs> yeah i see that that's it's very much that um it could have just been like a straight to disney plus situation which is like it wouldn't be not to say that that is like a bad thing like we got Fucking Cinderella, A Twist in Time. Like, that is a classic. As is The Lion King 2. And you can't check me about that, so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's happening. And then um, there is a new Sarah Bareilles musical on the horizon uh, with a book by Sarah Rule, who actually wrote, who I only know... I think I've only read Eurydice of hers, um, her play, Eurydice, which I really liked. So I'm interested to seeing what this is. Um, it's called The Interestings, and it says it follows six teenagers who meet at an arts camp in 1974 through their lives into adulthood as a 
wildly disparate group of New Yorkers. So looking forward to whatever that ends up like becoming. Um, but I saw that and I was like, oh, that's cool. I, you know, waitress is great. I like Sarah Bareilles. I like Sarah Rule. Um, so slay. Uh, okay. And then my final thing is so tangentially related, but it, that is the name of the game, baby. We do tangentially related things sometimes here too. Um, <laughs> um, so there's this show, it's a survival show called Build Up. What is it called? Build Up Vocal Boy Group Survivor. It is uh, an Mnet, not K-pop necessarily, but K-pop adjacent uh, survival show that's uh, like created to build a four-person vocal group. And as such, we have four musical actors who are participating and are excelling, by the way. I mean, we're only on episode four of, I think, 10, and there are 40 people. So like, this is only 10% of the contestants, but that's enough for me. They're excelling because this is about singing and emotion and they're, they're enunciating, they're doing the musical theater thing. You can see the <laughs> musical theater people as they're singing, you're like, my people <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um i'm like really enjoying that and um in case anyone wants to actually watch it it's every friday at like 10 40 korean standard time on youtube they like stream it on youtube mnet youtube channel and there are subtitles, so like that, so like you're good if you don't understand Korean, because like, you know, it's not like I'm fluent. So, but yeah, it's it's great. It is thus far mostly ballads because vocal group, but it's still good. Like there are a couple of people from Voice Planet, which is why I know about it, and they're doing great. Number one, J, <laughs> and Umuti number three. So yay! Anyways, that is all. The, those are all my obsessions. Hey, what about you? Um, I just have the one. So in January, um, BBC held a big night of musicals. Uh, I thought enough time had passed that Hades Town <laughs> could not affect me the way that it does but it does still um i think it's still on bbc iplayer if you'd like to watch it but um yeah no hades town the hermes that they have cast is from trinidad and tobago and so she's using um her natural accent and it's such a rare thing for me to hear. I was taken aback. So <laughs> I was just like, wow, they really, they really got us up on stage. 
Oh my god. <laughs> so, yes, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, but yes. Play. That's that's it for me. Is that the same night that had like Hercules, like the fate the fates, the Oh my god. The muses? The muses. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not a completely different group of people. Yeah. yeah. Terribly dissimilar. Anyway, um, possibly. <laughs> I'm not sure. Did not watch the whole thing. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I just saw like a clip like a couple of days ago of them doing, well, last my soul was on our home, but it was like a like a an abridged version. Mm. It was good though. So I don't know. Look that up too? Question mark. But yeah. That does then bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you for joining us. Um, we will be coming back with um, Mean Girls. So look forward to that. <laughs> Maybe we'll have opinions. Maybe we won't. We'll see. I'll probably have opinions. I always have opinions. <laughs> Um, but if you would like to see our obsessions, you could go onto our Tumblr, which is tommymart.tumblr.com. We have an Instagram and a Twitter at TMMTMM Podcast. We have an email, tommymartommymartpodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to hear our favorite songs from the movies that we cover, um, you can go onto our Spotify if you go to TMMTMM Podcast the profile and not the podcast itself you will find a playlist for every year that this podcast has existed and so the songs from hairspray will be right in there in 2024 faves um thank you for listening and hope to see you again in the next episode for now for tell me more tell me more the podcast i have been your host leah and i've been your host adicia goodbye Goodbye.